Hey y'all, and welcome back to This Is Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hilbert, and this is a podcast all about how to become the best version of you. Finding who you really are, improving yourself, feeding your soul, and exploring new ways to grow in each area of your life. week been? I am actually shaving my head today. If you missed last week's episode, I am shaving my head this week to support St. Baldrick's, which is a foundation for children with cancer. I raised money all this week and then I'm going to be shaving my head. Honestly, I'm super excited today. My emotions have kind of been up and down all week, to be honest. I think the first day that I actually announced I was doing it, which would have been last Monday. Um, well, actually, this is filmed in advance, but Anyway, for your time frame, it would have been a week before. That day, I was really, really nervous just because I finally committed to doing it, something I've been thinking about for a long time. And then after that, it kind of flattened out a little bit. I was kind of feeling excited. And then the middle of the week, I wasn't really feeling much about it because it was, I had already like soaked up the emotion and come to terms with the fact that I was actually going to do it, but it felt still so far away because I had a week to go. Um, but now it's today and I'm, I'm excited. Two of our best friends are coming over tonight to help and just be a part of the fun, um, which is really nice that I have that support system. I mean, most people in my life have been really supportive of it, but it's nice that I get to have them come over and we're going to make dinner and there is going to be a video actually of it. Um, for everyone who wanted to see it that'll actually be on the podcast Facebook page if you want to go check that out it'll probably be up by the time this episode is up so you can go look at that um but yeah I am I don't know I'm still a little bit nervous other than that my week has kind of been fairly tame Zach and I watched the UFC fights this Saturday morning with his family. It's a family tradition for them to watch the fights together, and I had never watched UFC before dating Zach. I mean, it's just not something that my family does, but they're so much fun, and it's cool because I get to hang out with his family, and they usually do... um, Normally, the fights are at night, so we normally do dinner, but we did breakfast, and that was really cool. I placed one $5 bet on one fight, and I lost... (laughs) I am very, very unlucky person, so I kind of expected that to happen, but it was still fun to do, and plus it was was $5. Zach and I have also been playing a bunch of card games together at night. His family, again, plays a bunch of cards. That's kind of like their thing, Um, and I usually play that with them, but Zach and I haven't really done that, just the two of us. So we've been doing that at night while we've been watching just like a show or a movie, and it makes it just like more fun and enjoyable, and you know, we're not just sitting there on the couch. Um... So that's just been a fun, fun thing for us. But speaking of appreciating the little moments, this week we're talking all about savoring techniques. And savoring techniques are different ways of truly absorbing, intensifying, remembering, and holding on to positive moments and events in your life. Truly savoring the moment. This idea for an episode was presented to me by one of my friends, Shelby. And at first when I read savoring the moment, my immediately thought was, Well, isn't that easy? Isn't that something we all do already when something really exciting happens? And the truth is, it's not. And I just never really had considered this before. And I also learned how important it is that we use these techniques actively in our lives. But why should we use these techniques? How exactly do they help us and how can they help us in our daily lives? 
Well, for a couple of reasons. First, positive emotions equals improved mental and physical health. We've known for years that negative emotions and experiences can have a negative effect on our mental health, and this is something we've talked about on this podcast. But in the last 10 years or so, we've seen more research about how positive emotions do, in an opposite fashion, affect our mental and physical health. Positive emotions has been linked to lower blood sugar, reduced risk for heart disease, healthier weight, better blood sugar levels, and longer life, as well as a, quote, upbeat mental health. The technique of savoring positive events in our lives brings those positive and happy emotions back, allowing us to experience them more than once, and in a way form a bank of positivity in our brains. This, quote, bank of positivity is one we can pull from any time, especially during harder times in our lives, helping us cope and cushion other stress and trauma. We form an overall barrier in our minds, increasing how much of a positive person we are, Like I've said before, we have the power to change our thought processes and our brainwaves, and we can become a more positive and optimistic person if that's what we want to, but we just have to put in the work. Now, savoring can be used in three different timelines, past, present, and future. So I'm going to break up these techniques along those different timeframes, and then I'll thoroughly explain each one. Most of these do occur in the past and present, but there are ways to use it to our benefit in the future as well, but let's start with the past. The first technique or way of savoring is self-congratulation. This is when we, as you might have guessed, congratulate ourselves on an accomplishment. You might do a little dance, or a fist pump in the air, or even a little cheer to yourself. This is when you truly allow yourself to feel pride and remind yourself of how others are proud of you as well. Maybe you got the job you really wanted, or graduated from college. Maybe you had a really good workout or cooked a delicious meal. Maybe you woke up early this morning. It can be used for any event, big or small. The best part of this technique is that it also helps us build our confidence. The more we feel proud of what we accomplish, the more we want to share it with others, the more we accept compliments, and the more we feel competence and skill within ourselves. When I first read about this technique, I immediately thought about when I first marathoned. It was one of the first times I felt so insanely proud of myself. I had the smallest confidence known to man before that, and I finally was doing something that I wanted to shout from the rooftops. I remember I couldn't stop smiling all day. I had such a big runner's high. It also began my fitness journey, my commitment to my health and growing farther into fitness. It's also a memory I bring myself back to when I start to feel negatively about myself. To remind myself of what I have accomplished and to be proud and to know that I can continue to accomplish things like this if I just set my mind to it. Again, it doesn't have to be such a big event to use this technique, but being proud of yourself is something to celebrate on its own, so own it. The other technique of savoring in the past is counting blessings. Counting blessings is essentially being grateful, taking time out of your day to remind yourself what you're grateful for, what in life gives you joy, to count your blessings. As you may or may not know, I am a huge fan and advocate of journaling. I think it's an amazing tool that is so personal and customizable and can change your life in the way you think. Using journaling for this technique is one that checks both boxes. Taking time out of your day to sit down and jot down what you're grateful for not only puts life into perspective sometimes, but also again allows you to relive those moments, another way of filling your positivity bank. Now let's move into the present. What are things you can do in the moment to savor the happiness and positivity while you're in the middle of experiencing it. 
This first technique is one that can actually be used in the past and in the present, just depending on which use of the technique you decide on. But the technique is sharing with others. In the past, it can be used to share previous experiences with others, like details of a vacation or a sports game you attended. It could be sharing a post on social media about your picnic from earlier in the day. In the present, it could be sharing the experience itself with someone else, going to a concert together or going snowboarding for a weekend. As we experience these positive events together, we naturally share bits and pieces with one another. For example, pointing out the beautiful sunset they may not be looking at, or a cute dog across the street. Bits and pieces of the experience you are excited about, but that you also want them to notice and appreciate in that moment. The best part of this technique for me is how it helps us socially in our relationships. Shelley Gable, yes, okay, sorry, I'm bad with names. <laughs> Shelley Gable of University of California at Santa Barbara found that when you ask other people about their positive experiences, when you truly listen and allow them to relive that moment in time, you are not only increasing their positivity, but you're also increasing your own and you're strengthening that relationship. When you experience these events together or share them with people close to you, you continue to form a stronger bond. There are limits to this as, for example, we may not want to excitedly share with someone you are against for a promotion that you were selected, but in most senses of the term, sharing with others is a huge impactful technique. Next is memory building. Memory building is something I do all the time without realizing it had a name. It's when you actively take note in your head of every everything happening around you so that you can remember it later. I use this technique mostly when I'm somewhere really beautiful. For example, at the beach on vacation. I will mentally sit there and take note of what I want to remember most, like the color of the sky, the clearness of the water, the sway of the trees in the wind, maybe even the bright stars at night. I like to think of it as if I were going to paint this scene when I got home. What are the key points that I would want to remember so that I could paint it again? How burnt orange the sky was or how you could see 20 feet down in the water what the bird looked like flying across the sky little bits like that again it's actively making a note of if you could have any of this moment burned into your memory what would that be which aspects would you want to recall most later in time similarly is sensory perceptual sharpening which is an experience relate that relates to our senses so sight touch smell sound and we hone in on one of those senses to remember everything so you might do this a lot like when you're cooking um just the smell being in the kitchen or the cookies that you're baking i do this a lot at concerts and you would think that it would be the sound that i would remember most but i actually do this a lot with sight and i do it i like to remember the people around me so i like remembering the smile on their faces their clearly loved dance moves the sound of them screaming the words to whatever song is playing. For me, when I remember how much they loved that moment, it can remind me how much I loved that moment. Kind of as if I could feel their energy again. That free-flowing, loving that moment energy. Last technique I want to talk about in the present is temporal awareness. Now this is when we remind ourselves that these moments don't last forever. We're not going to be in this experience forever and so it is important that we soak up every second of it we appreciate it and we use the other techniques we have to allow us to use this moment again for happiness and for positive emotions later 
Okay, so how can we use these experiences in the future? How can these savored moments help us for experiences we haven't even had yet? Well, future savoring is a little bit more complex, but can make a large difference in our lives. Future savoring is a tool we can use, especially in situations that normally may induce anxiety or stress or any other negative emotion. Situations that we normally worry about before they even occur. For example, it may be before a meeting at work or a doctor's appointment. It may be before spending time with your family or a meeting with a potential client. When we have situations in our lives that we know are happening that normally are not pleasant, we begin to associate them with negative feelings. And that in itself can induce negative feelings before it even happens. So as an opposing tool, we can use future savoring. By imagining a positive experience, by picturing in our heads a positive outcome in the upcoming scenario, we can change the narrative in our brains to induce positive emotions instead of negative emotions. And this technique is actually a lot more powerful than you initially may think. Our brains actually can't easily distinguish between what happens in our imagination and what actually happens in real life. When we imagine a scenario happening, our body begins to generate responses that would actually occur if the situation that we're imagining was real. It's the same neural process used for empathy. We can imagine ourselves in a certain experience and our brain will begin to create those responses from that scenario. Think about it. Our brain does this when you worry. When you begin to worry about a negative experience, for example, your family gathering turning into an argument. You begin to feel upset and angry, your body responds to a scenario that hasn't even happened, or let's say you're going to go talk to your accountant and you're really worried about your finances. Maybe your palms start to sweat a little bit. We can turn this around and use it in the opposite sense, in a positive sense. We can imagine these scenarios in the opposite light. So instead, maybe you're picturing your family getting along and playing a board game together, or your taxes are much better than you thought and you don't actually owe any money. This can actually cause your body to, instead of having those responses of worry or your palms sweating a little bit, it can cause you to smile or maybe even laugh and you can feel yourself physically relax. We can also use savoring for the future by increasing our positivity bank. We can use it as a preventative measure for when we're going through a rough patch, a tough time, And we've built up this bank of positivity to recall and come back to when we need it. Think about when you've just been having a lot of positive in your life. Things have been going your way and then something kind of negative happens. It's a lot easier to take that experience with a grain of salt and not allow yourself to dwell on it because you can appreciate everything good that's been happening in your life recently. You can go back to all the positive and it's a lot easier. This is like your positivity bank. You can build up these memories to call on when something negative happens to cushion that stress and to allow you to take that experience with a grain of salt. We all know how important positivity is in our lives, but sometimes we let these amazing positive experiences slip by too quickly, especially the smaller ones, without appreciating them as much as we should. Sometimes we allow the rest of our lives to get in the way of us savoring the moment. It's all just a reminder that these moments are short. Life is short, and the more we appreciate everything we have and are given, each moment with your daughter or your son or your significant other or your best friend, the more positive impact we have on our own lives. 
Positive emotions lead to positive mental and physical health. And we have the power to be the positive person we want to be and change our thought patterns. To change it all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope you all enjoyed and were able to see a different side of things. Please, please, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and go like and follow my Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash this is your life podcast. There I post more resources and updates on episodes, as well as overall encouraging content. If you have any suggestions or requests for episode topics, you can email me at this is your life podcast at gmail.com. And remember guys, this is your life.